0: Hello, my name's Dave and I'm the guy that puts this stuff together. This episode contains descriptions of bullying within schools, slurs, generally kind of unpleasant kinds of treatment of people by other people, including a reference to suicide, And if you're someone who, like me, is triggered into a spiral of anxiety and depression by being nominated for an award, then you should look out for that. There's a lot of discussion of competition and awards. I fully accept that that's an unusual and impractical trigger. You don't get trigger warnings for being nominated for competitions. You don't get trigger warnings for Christmas. They both happen Anyway, I guess in terms of being nominated for competitions, generally those of us who are triggered by that also kind of bring on that pain ourselves by entering them and certainly I hope I don't sound like I'm not really excited and pleased and uh, honored to have been nominated for a British podcast award. It's a short episode this week but last episode was a really long one so I guess that makes up for it. It's another episode which features a story that I told live at Spark London. I recorded that at the last Hackney event. I host the branch of the Spark London True Storytelling Night Uh, in Hackney and I tell a story every month which is increasingly harder and harder to do because I don't like to tell the same story twice so I'm constantly racking my past for new stories to tell and trying to think of new ways to tell and retell old stories in a way that's fresh and interesting. It happened on Monday... I'm also hosting a true storytelling night tonight. When this episode goes out, I'm hosting the London branch of Cameron Moore's Smut Slam, which is true stories about sex. That's happening at the Dog Star in Brixton tonight. If you're listening to this on Wednesday, doors open seven thirty. Stories from eight o'clock. It's a really great night. When Cameron does it, I'm really excited and scared to find out uh, how I do filling Cameron's shoes that night. I mean, I'm not going to fill her shoes i'm gonna wear my own shoes but i've got to play her role and that's a a thing that i'm worrying about a lot at the moment which is one of the reasons why i'm not editing a longer show this week i need to get better please make me better i want to get better better So a little bit over a week ago, uh, I discovered, I found out, I was told through uh, the internet uh, that I had been nominated for a British podcast award, uh, which should have elicited a reaction in me. I should have been like, woo, yes, brilliant. Um, But it, it... sort of sent me spiralling into a kind of uh, phase of anxiety and depression almost instantaneously. Uh, Part of the reason was because of the fact that I'd prepared myself mentally for a different podcast to be the nomination and this one had been nominated to to not uh, be nominated. So I was confused about how it had gone down. So that was part of what what triggered it. Uh, But the rest of what triggered it was that I really just hate competitions. I can't really deal with competitions like I've done lots of competitions, I've, I'm like, I've, I've been in the arts for a while, so I've done like Battle of the Bands, and I've done slams, and I've, done, I've been nominated, never won, but nominated for awards before. Um, and I've hated all of those experiences, they've been inc- incredibly stressful, uh, very unenjoyable, uh, often for award ceremonies as well, you have to pay out lots of money, which is not enjoyable. Uh, but uh, the anxiety is not really about that. The anxiety is about where I immediately went when I heard that news, which was to to uh, a stage uh, in Cardiff uh, when I was 15 years old uh, and I was uh, competing for the first competition I can remember competing for which was uh, the school I Steadford which is like a talent show for people who didn 't grow up in Wales, uh, and it, the, the, and the, at that I Steadford, I was competing for a senior male vocal performance, uh, and I uh, was standing, shaking, looking down at the floor and uh, I sang the first uh, line of the song that I was going to sing. And that song that I decided to sing, weirdly as well, I decided to sing it a cappella. That was a, a decision I'd made. I don't really know why. And the song was uh, Stop Whispering, uh, Start Shouting by Radiohead. So I stood there and I went, And the wise man said, I don't want to hear your voice. And I opened my eyes. And I looked up into the audience and in order to understand what happened next after I'd sung the first line of that song you need to kind of know a little bit more about what it was like for me in that moment in Cardiff being 15 in that school Uh, and what happened in that school is I'd moved from uh, England to Wales and I'd gone into a school in the middle of year eight and so I'd had a different kind of accent I read books I was covered in acne I had glasses so I was kind of already marked out as a SWAT and a geek and I started to get that kind of Bullying, and then after a few kind of months of being in the school, uh, I was in a kind of lesson one day, and someone said, I looked like a Melvin. And my reaction to that comment was to go, I'm not, I don't look like a Melvin at all, right? And they liked that reaction, it was a nice reaction because I was reacting, I wasn't being violent to them, I wasn't being scared, I was kind of like standing there and freaking out basically. What ended up that day is the entire class were chanting Melvin at me over and over again and watching me uh, freak out on the floor, uh, and that. that That is how I got the name Melvin and it went viral and everywhere around the school people shouted Melvin at me as they kicked me in the back of the heels or they spat at me uh so I was very othered I guess at school and it wasn't a very pleasant experience Uh, a little bit after that and in fact a few weeks before I was stood on that stage uh, I'd been in a uh in an art class and that we were using scalpels and everyone was bullying me so I ended up kind of pretend like I, I think it was a cry for help maybe it was was maybe it was something more than that but threatening to uh Slit my wrists with this uh, scalpel, and again that resulted in the whole class chanting "Do it, do it, do it, do it" repeatedly at me until I had to kind of—I don't know—I can't even remember what I did to get out of that situation. But I'm standing here, so I didn't uh, slit my wrists. But yes, so that happened, and that was the life I was living, and that was the experience I was uh, having when I sang that first line. And when I looked up at this at the audience of kids from all ages in the school and loads and loads of the teachers in the school along the side of the walls uh what I saw there was not what I was hoping which was I was hoping this was the moment in the film where the kid that's being bullied sings his heart out and everybody loves him uh, and sees that he's a human being and they connect and there's a kind of change you know in the in the feelings of the school but that was not what happened what happened is the, the the group of children started chanting Melvin they started shouting gay they started shouting uh Tramp. They started shouting all sorts of othering kind of words that they used to use about me. Girl, those kind of things, which are not bad things to be. But that's why they, they hit me with those things, because we've made these things into bad things in society. And so there I was standing there and they kept shouting. They kept looking at me. They kept saying, Melvin, but I did not stop singing. I carried on singing and I sang the whole song with them just jeering at me, jeering at me more and more and more more and more until I'd finished the song and there was no clapping, there was no applause, there was just kind of silence, confused silence that this kind of kid had got up and done this weird thing. And the the teachers had not stopped this this, this jeering. They had not done anything. They looked guilty, confused, like, why have we let this happen? But we have let this happen. But why have we done that? One of us should have stepped forward. Oh, none of us did. That kind of situation. And I stood there and I went, right, I've done it. I didn't let these fuckers, excuse me, uh, they were in my view at that moment, fuckers, uh, I'm not going to let those people ruin my life. I've done this thing. And I walked through the middle of like the, the audience like, and they carried carried on jeering and like like laughing at me as I walked past and I walked through the middle and there were, at the back of the room were the only two people in that room who had not jeered at me, who were my friends, and I kind of joined them and we wordlessly, we didn't really talk about it, we just walked out of the hall and like left like we shouldn't have left it was the middle of the school day the teachers again should have stopped us from doing that but I guess they felt that that since they'd uh, not done anything about the first part of the incident they had to not do anything about the second and they let and so I walked out of the school hall and I walked out and you could they could could still see me through the windows doing this like I walked all the way out of the school building and I walked out through the gates and I stood with my two friends looking down at the room where they'd kind of just humiliated me and we lit up cigarettes which I don't uh, approve necessarily but it was a very satisfying moment because you're not allowed to smoke when you're in school and we, we sat there stood there and we looked down and I just felt like it something had clicked in me that something had changed in me and they, i guess that defining moment didn't fully uh didn't fully finish until i hit sixth form and in another kind of dramatic moment in the middle of the night someone had thrown a, a fish into my tent and i kind of came out of that tent in the middle of the night to on the sixth form induction uh weekend uh, and screamed at the sixth form stop calling me melvin my name is dave my name is dave my name is dave and again i thought thought nothing had come of it but no one in the sixth film ever called me Melvin again and uh, so sometimes those moments in films do happen uh, just not when you need them to happen but when they kind of happen uh, by accident later on unexpectedly Oh, and I should say, kind of postscript. I won that competition. Apparently, like I, I didn't, I didn't, uh, I didn't know at the time, but I was like told, like a little, a few days later, you know, that they, I'd won. I kind of felt like it was a kind of a sympathy vote, but nowadays I actually <laughs> maybe think it maybe was a, for something a little bit different. Um, but at the time, I thought sympathy. But now I think you know, let's reward someone for doing something brave. I guess that was what it was. It feels weird to say brave about yourself, doesn't it? If you want to, you can vote for Getting Better Acquainted or my other podcast, The Family Tree, for the British Podcast Awards. There's a listener's choice option as part of those awards, and your listeners, and maybe, just maybe, you will choose me. You can do that over at the British podcast I'm also working on series two of the Family Tree. Me and my partner Jen. Look out for more Family Tree. And if you haven't heard the first series, it's all there. Uh, over on the website, on iTunes, on SoundCloud, all the places that podcasts go to hang out so you can listen to that show from the beginning. You can follow Getting Better Acquainted on Twitter at GBA Podcast. You can like getting better acquainted on facebook and you can find getting better acquainted on itunes soundcloud those kind of places one thing that really helps the show if you have some time it would be for you to leave a rating and a review on itunes uh, telling people about the show and why you like it if you have money to spare and you want to support what i do then you can donate to the show via the paypal link that you can find on the soundcloud page if you want to support the family tree you can sign up to the patreon that would be so helpful because we're making the second season and so we need a budget and we need to pay people and so you could help us to do that but remember there are lots of ways to get better acquainted